How's everybody doing today? Oh, wow. I don't know what that is, but... That was all part of my plan. I know some people get tired when the lights are off, so I'm going to wake you up. I hope you guys are excited today. Are you excited? Because I am so excited for the day. End of the year. Now be honest with me. How many of you guys have made New Year's resolutions? One person? Yeah. Man. Yeah, a bunch of liars up in here. It's all right. I'm going to help you today. No, I'm just. So my wife sends me. She sends me something to my phone last night. She's like, open it up and just accept it. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not accepting. <laughs> what? So she sends me some challenge to see who can walk the most steps. Uh, huh? Yeah, she's claiming she won already. I, I was like, I'm going to destroy you. You're going to be sitting there for at least an hour tomorrow morning, and I'm just going to be walking. So forgive me. If I'm pacing or I pick it up, I'm getting my steps in, and I'm excited. All right? But then she hits me with the truth, and she's like, I deal with kids all day long, back and forth, up and down. I'm doing, she's like, I'm doing a workout without working out. I was like, this is a setup for you to win the whole time. Like all my other New Year's resolutions, they last like two days and they're gone. I'm not, right? I'm not the only one. What was my one last year? I was going to read more, right? I got 14 pages in a book and I was so excited about that. And I didn't go to 15, y'all. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't even have the book no more. It wasn't a good book. Right? <laughs> but I really am, guys, as you can see here, increase. God laid it on my heart a couple months ago uh, about the word increase. And I was so excited because sometimes increase can be, you know, it can be challenging. It can be scary. It can be a lot of different things, right? But what was on my heart is that we serve a God that's a God of increase. I'm going to say it again for you. We serve a God that is a God of increase. Like he don't touch nothing and don't increase it. Since the beginning, as he, when he spoke, increase started and it hasn't stopped. It's, it won't stop. We're going to read about that today a little bit. Um, and I know some of you are looking up here and you're like, what? The new, what's the blue? What's the logo? What's the... I'm going to touch on that, guys, but I'm going to be super brief because I'm more excited about the word God's given our church and that we just change clothes. That's as simple as I can put it. Our heart's the same. The mission's the same to an extent. But you know what I was thinking about today? It's a little different. It's a, and change is always different. But you know why it's different? Because he's challenging us for increase for more. And there is nothing wrong with more, right? Who in here wants more? No, come on. Who in here wants more? I hope more than five of you want more in your life. Like, we serve a God that's a good God. He's a good God, right? 
more and more and increase and increase. That's all we see throughout the Bible. So, yeah, we change clothes, we're excited, and we're heading straight towards God, and we're going to increase. Reaching the one has always been our thing. We're just going to increase the reach. That's all. And I, if you don't want to increase the reach, it's going to be all right. We're going to help you understand that, listen, God has a plan, and, and we're saying yes to it. And that's it. So that's our yes to God. And we're excited about it. We're excited about this series. And I was just talking about increase. And that's going to be, I guess, the title of my message today is that we're increasing the reach. So I want to give you a couple examples in case you don't believe me. That God is a, a God of increase. In Genesis 1, he says, be fruitful and what? Multiply. Multiply. Increase in number. Multiplication. Like, aren't you glad that our God's a God of multiplication, not subtraction? <laughs> right? Amen? Man, y'all got to get more excited. Help me out today, please. We're going into a new year with some excitement. Aren't you guys excited about that? I know you don't like 2023 that much. So let's get excited about 2024, right? So... Genesis also, Joseph's increase in authority and influence. It's another example. He went from a prisoner to second in command of Egypt. Amen. Someone say amen, please. God took him from there and placed him second in command of Egypt. Come on now. You better give our God some praise for what he does. Exodus. Israel's increase in Egypt. Job. Job's increase after suffering. And I hope what you're going to see today, guys, is he's an increase of all things. All things. And I don't know what it is or what you need in your life. But what I'm, what I'm hoping, and I'm hoping you follow me as, as we walk out these next couple weeks. This might be like royalty. I don't know when the end is. Because I'm ex so excited about this. And I hope that we start leaving here every day with the faith to ask God for more. The boldness to pray for more increase. To trust, to make room for him to increase us. All for his kingdom and his glory. Because that's what he does. Uh, first Kings, we talked about Solomon's increase in wisdom. Uh, second Kings, God increased a widow's oil. Amen, somebody. I just like this, Psalms 115, may the Lord give you increase, everyone say, more and more, you and your children, somebody say, yeah, and your children, come on, and then Matthew, Jesus feeding the 5,000, what an increase, I mean, what an increase, guys, I, seriously, our God is such a God of increase. And it's incredible. It's incredible how much he increases our lives, the things in our lives, so we can then reach out and do more to bring glory to him, to get more people opportunity to see who he truly is and, and get people set free. Come on now. So I'm going to sweat like crazy up in here. It's hot in here. I tried to even turn the AC on. But I know, right? I told my wife, I'm going to put myself on blast. 
I got this new shirt underneath. It's like an Under Armour shirt on me. <laughs> yep. She, she shrunk my, her, the dryer is like evil. It does nothing but shrink my clothes, I swear. Yeah, well, maybe you, maybe we're going to leave that in 2023. I'm, I'm increasing, right? God's increasing me. Right? Yeah, you're right. All right, guys, so, so with, the, like I said, my title today, what I want to focus on and talk about is that increasing our reach and what that looks like as believers. Um, I'm going to start with Isaiah 9, verse 7, and I read the message translation. I'm sorry. It's going to keep uh, increasing in my life in the new year. I'm going to help David Grapes out. Where's he at? Love you, bro. Appreciate you. So verse 7, it says, of the increase of his government and peace. Say, and peace. There will be no end. Thank you. Thank you, Father. No end. Thank One person said no end. Does that not excite you guys? Listen, it doesn't stop. Something's wrong with them over here. Guys, listen. No end. It doesn't stop. Thank you, Jesus. Phew. All right, I'm going to help y'all out. Y'all are saving your energy for tonight to try to stay up. I already tapped out. I ain't making it. Uh, it says, upon the throne of David and over his kingdom to order it and establish it with judgment and justice from that time forward, even forever. Sorry, guys, bear with me. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Forward, even forever, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Thank you, God, that you're going to continue to perform, and it's never ending. It's continuously increasing. Is that exciting for you, bro? Oh, my gosh, he has so much more for us, church. And so what we're going to, we're, that's going to be our base, uh, kind of our base scripture. We're going to go into talking about reaching the one. Next slide. Give it up for Phil, everybody. Thank you, bro. So, in reaching the one, we're going to go into Acts. Because Acts gives us a great picture of growth, the early church, what we are, the church, and, and, and the growth in that. And I, and I want to point out something before we get started to try to help us. Uh, and yeah, there's a lot of opposition and stuff that's faced early on. I am not focusing on opposition today. Go back and read it and you'll see everything that did. I am so focused on the increase in what God is doing and has done in that time and what he's drawing out to show us. And I want to point out that in that time the early church, there's one thing that they were super, uh, you can go back, go back one, thank you, don't want you guys to read ahead, I know some of you read aheaders, right, you'll lose attention, but what, what happened 
there was one thing that the early church was super focused on. And I want, you, I want to remind you guys what we're focusing on is increase. So keep that at the forefront of your mind. There was one thing that they were super, super focused on. Not, not, not converting people. Making disciples. Huge difference, right? Not just about getting them saved. Yeah, I'm sure they were excited like that. Not about just getting them saved, but discipling them. So let, let's focus on that, okay? Because, again, we're, we're reaching the one. We're increasing our reach as a church in what we're doing in 2024. That's our focus, right? So our focus needs to go not just to, to add numbers, but disciples. Because guess what disciples then go and do? Oh, yeah, they go reach people themselves. And then guess what? The kingdom starts growing. And come on, that's what this is about. We want kingdom growth. Come on. So what I'll say with opposition that I think is so cool, what they demonstrated, because I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it, but what the early church did was they navigated loss. I mean, when I say they navigated loss, they navigated loss so well. And if you can navigate loss, listen, he's going to trust you with gain. Yeah, go ahead and write it down. Get your notebook out, bro. Listen, he's like, I need you guys to hear this. When we can navigate loss, right, then he can trust us with gain. Come on. Amen. Man, y'all are a tough crowd today. And every time, every time, listen, guys. Think about this. Every time they were met with opposition, every time there was a greater devotion to him. That's, that's a tough one, isn't it? It's a challenge thought, isn't it? Right? But think about this is the early church. And we're about to read here real soon how he added to their numbers. Daily, y'all. I'm so excited. Y'all aren't as excited as me. Help me out, guys. Listen. Daily, he added to the numbers. Jen, help me out. You're the one that normally gets me going daily, right? Daily. So something they were doing helped, right? God trusted, so he gave the increase. Listen, he's not going to increase if he don't trust it. Because you ain't going to do right with it. Right? Got to steward it well. All right, I don't want to. I was at my barber yesterday, and I was telling him about, I always like to, he cuts my hair before I preach, and I, I love to talk with him. He gets me excited, and as I was getting ready to walk out, he's like, Hey, take it easy, okay? It's going into a new year. Try to encourage them. I said, this is nothing but encouragement, bro. But let, let's go into this reaching the one. So everyone turn to Acts 2, and we're going to start in verse 38. If you got your Bibles, if you don't, it's going to be super big up here. And when you're ready, just say, I'm ready. All right. Anybody need a minute?
not going to tell me anyway. So verse 38, Peter said, change your life. Turn to God and be baptized, each of you, in the name of Jesus, so your sins are forgiven. Receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The promise is targeted to you and your children, but also to all who are far away, whomever, in fact, our master God invites. I'm going to read that one more time, that last part, because I want you guys to really hear that. But also to all who are far away, whomever, in fact, our master God invites. Who does he invite, y'all? Can you help me? Who? Okay, I just want to make sure that we're all on the same page, that he's not excluding certain people, right? Like he's not excluding anybody, right? Not the life choices that people make that you don't agree with? Right? Whomever God invites. Whoever he invites, let me, let me just let you know, we don't have the ability to, to reject the invitation or say it's not valid when it comes to our doorstep. We, we, don't, we don't get to do that. Because who he invites, we welcome in if we're really following him. So verse 40 said, he went on in this vein for a long time, urging them over and over, get out while you can. Get out of this sick and stupid culture. 41, that day about 3,000 took him at his word, were baptized, and were, and were signed up. They committed themselves to the teaching of the apostles, the life together, the common meal, and the prayers. Who just said that back there? Say it again, please. Thank you. Guys, listen. How many were added? Is that not exciting to you guys? 3,000 were added. 3,000. Oh, my goodness. You going to tell me my God doesn't increase? He didn't just say, hey, there's one or two. 3,000 joined. Oh, my. Tell me he won't do it. And listen to this, though. I don't miss this, please. They committed themselves. Can say, say committed. committed. Say, I'm committed. To the teaching of the apostles, the life together, the common meal, and prayers. Four things. Four things they committed to. And I wonder, I wasn't, I, I wasn't planning to talk about this, but I do wonder, what are you committed to? What commitments are you making in 2024 that aren't necessary? That you can be making better commitments that's actually going to produce a future for you and impact your family. Maybe change the people around you. Because you're committing to Him. Come on now. I just think that if we could learn from the early church, the Acts church, and realize what was taking place in the increase that was happening. And maybe, hear me out. 
going to be hard. But followed the things that they followed for what worked with them. And it might just happen in our life. We might just see it happen, church. And I don't think it is. Is it asking a lot? Four things, I think. They committed themselves. They made a commitment. The life together. Fellowship. The common meal. And the prayers. Come on now. I'm telling you, there's something we were talking about not too long ago. There's something in them prayers. They're special to him. He takes them things. He stores them things. Oh, my goodness. They're singing about him up in heaven right now. Let's go to verse 43. Everyone around was in awe. All those wonders and signs done through the apostles. And all the believers lived in a wonderful harmony. You guys don't want to hear I'm trying not to stop. I'm really trying to get through this. But did you see when they did the four things, what happened? They were in awe, and then they lived in harmony. Man. I don't know about y'all, but listen, the past couple years have been a little crazy. And I would love... I would love more than anything to start living in harmony. Come on. Who, who would love to, to live in harmony? Would you love it? Yeah, clap it up if you want to, but Pete's telling us how to. Let's get committed. Come on. Let's fellowship with one another. We'll see, some, we'll see each other out, and we'll be like, oh, I don't want to talk to them right now. <laughs> I was supposed to meet with him. I don't want to talk to them right now. Come on. Eat together. The easiest thing is to pray, and that's the one thing we don't want to do. I don't even have to be near you. I can pray for you. So all you people are like, I don't like people. Guess what? Start praying for them. You'll learn to love them. And listen, I'm talking to my wife right now. She knows it. You'll, <laughs> you'll start, I'm sorry. I love you, babe. But you'll really, listen, things will start to change. I, I'm telling you, your life will start to change. But just like we don't get to reject his invitation, guys, if it's given us a blueprint of what works, let's follow it. It ain't, it ain't hard. Let's follow it. Don't leave one out because just you, don't, you ain't ready. You don't feel like doing it. Don't do that. It didn't say that they left one out and it multiplied and increased and added to them. This is simple. It doesn't say that. It says do this and this will happen. So we have a foundation, y'all. Let's look at it. Let me get back on track. Harmony. Man, wonderful Harmony. That's going to be hard with five dogs, but I'm, a, I'm praying and believing. I'm having faith in 2024 to have harmony in my household. Y'all pray for me. Holding everything in common. I don't know if we have enough time to talk about that one. Uh, they sold whatever they owned and pulled the resources so that each person's need was met. 
God, help our hearts. Help our hearts, Father. Listen. When we get focused on Him, I'm telling you, the reward, the increase that comes to our life, when our selfish desires get out of the way, and, and I know it's challenging, and I'm not acting like I'm perfect, guys, but listen, if we would just start to really challenge ourselves in those times when it's, we feel nudge to step out. Here's why I'm learning the increase takes risk. We got to be willing to step out and take a risk. Do something than what we're used to doing. Listen, it's, this doesn't say it's all about our comfort. It's all about our surrender to him and knowing that he is, he is going to provide. He is going to take care. And if he's blessed me, man, I need to want to be a blessing to somebody else. Come on, somebody. Verse 46 says, They followed a daily discipline of worship in the temple, followed by meals at home, every meal a celebration. Like, I, I love food, y'all. Every meal is a celebration for me. Exuberant and joyful as they praise God. You, you ready for this? This is the biggest part that really grabbed a hold of me this week. People in general liked what they saw. Every day their numbers grew as God added to those who were saved. God, come on. You know what the challenge is? We're so self-centered. And we're worried about me. And our culture is like me-focused. But if, if we're focused on God, it says they like what they saw. And they chose him. And were saved. Uh, quick quick uh, newsflash reminder. Do we know what our purpose is as believers? Yeah, yeah, and that does what? It, it does increase, you're right. But it, it points to who? Say it again. John says, I must decrease so he can increase. Right? That, that is what he said. And you know why he said it? Because it's all about him. The whole reason that I was doing what I was doing was preparing a way for him. It's about him. It ain't nothing about me. It's all about him. I don't save, he does. I don't save, he does. So everything that I'm doing should be honoring him. And if my life is honoring him, guess what? It's drawing people. So check your reach. What's your reach look like? I was doing a little study on reach. And, of course, social media reach pops up, right? That's like the only reach out there now. And I was looking at it, and obviously it's determined. I might mess this up if you guys know more than me. Don't just bear with me. Uh, forgive me, I guess. Um, but reach is figured out by... If you post a video, however many followers you have, it, it depends on how many people view that. 
right? And, and, it's, and it's super interesting because I think if you look at, if you'd look a lot of times, you have the same people watching your video. And you know what's wild? So impressions were another big thing. So you have reach and you have impressions. So if Nate watches my video, I'm getting a reach from him. If he watches it 10 times, that's impressions. I'm not reaching another one. I'm just getting more impressions. But here's what I wonder. I'm not trying to attract the same. Now you don't hear me. The idea of reach and following Christ is that others, this said people being saved. Are you guys following me? So if I'm following Christ and I'm, I'm chasing after him, then my reach should be gaining new people. If I'm just getting the same ones and the same impressions, who am I following? Oh, you don't want to be honest. Hey, who am I following if I'm not gaining more? Because listen, hear me out. My reach, if I'm following Christ, what should it be drawing? More, right? Why? Because that's how good he is. It ain't about me. It's about him. But who am I following? Because then that's going to determine who's following me. If I'm not reaching more, then guess what? Oh, I, I'm following something else. And guess what? It's not drawing people closer to getting saved. And this time, guess what they're doing? They're following him. They're preaching his word. And guess what? Daily numbers are getting added. So come on, somebody. Who are we focused on? Oh, I'm excited. I'm getting hotter. I'm going to get my steps today, babe. <laughs> People in general liked what they saw. Mm. Every day. It, it, there's a consistency. You know what I mean? That's what people like. You know, that's what I love. Someone asked me a long time ago, and, and I, they said, what, when you think about Jesus, what do you think? And maybe it's from my past. I don't know what it was. But I'm like, he's so consistent. I mean, he's consistent, right? It's the same. I, I, can get, I can get behind that. Guess what I can't get behind? I wasn't going to do this, but I got to. I can't get behind when I see nothing but everything online. This is my Facebook. This is my Facebook rant for 2023. I'm going to leave it alone. But when I see, like, scriptures... And then I see Christians arguing back and forth about Scripture. And I just sit there and I'm like, why, God? Like, what is, that's not reaching nobody. And, and I don't, I'm not going to get on there and say nothing because then I'm into the, the, you know what I mean, the mess there. But guess what? I'm like, it's just making, it's making you look crazy. Why would anybody want to follow that? And I'm like, come on, God, help us with our reach. Help us to desire to want to show you more than anything. More so, help us to be authentic. Like, please help us to do that. And that's the bigger issue now is because online we can do whatever we want. We can make things look a certain way. That's why our kids are deceived, y'all. They're buying, they're, listen, they're buying dreams that aren't real. And guess what? You know what we're mad at? We're mad at the people that are selling them. And we should be mad at ourselves because guess what? My reach is every day in their life. My reach is in their face. I am there. My reach is there every day. 
And then we see people out, and it's, it's holy, holier than thou. And then every time I see them, they're defeated. And I'm like, man, like this is wild. And my heart aches for that. It aches super bad, but the reality of it is, is there's no consistency. And I'm thankful for people that have been consistent in my life. Because that really showed me Christ. I'm thankful for the people that really love. I need you to hear me. Really love. What that looks like. Is when I didn't love them. They still love me back. Come on. They showed me consistency. And I said I want that. I want to follow that. And guys I'm telling you. We, we got to increase our reach. We got to increase our desire to want him to be seen more than anything. His name lifted up. Nothing, not, nothing else. Not my agenda. That's not going to work. His name lifted up. And I bet if my, if, and listen, let's just be real too. Social media is a great opportunity. But we got to line up, y'all. Our consistency has to be that when they see us on there doing that, they see us in person and we're living that. That's what's going to make them be like, oh, this is something different. Something more here I need to look into. All right, I'm sorry, my rant's over. Thank y'all for listening to me. I had to get that out of the way because I need some good rest tonight. My wife fell asleep early, so I couldn't let it out on her. All right, my second point. What time do I got? Oh, I'm making good time. Uh... I threw this up here. Well, this ain't my, this is the end. No, no, go back. Sorry about that, bro. Uh, This is the end of my first point. And I know this can be uncomfortable sometimes. But we talk about, oh man, it's about numbers. It's, It's a scary, that's a challenge, right, for a lot of people. But can I be honest with you as your pastor? It is about numbers. Because my God, like we talked about earlier, he said, for everybody, all. Listen, all. All requires no timeouts. You, you hear me? When I'm at work, when I'm at the market, when, wherever I'm at, that's how serious I take this. All have a chance. And guess what? I want all to be standing there and receive what I re- received because his love that he gave to me, that, that, that does something to me. Like, it does something to me, and I'm sorry, but yeah, I want everybody to experience that. I don't want to see hurt. I don't want to feel hurt. I want to move with compassion like he moved with compassion. And I don't know about y'all, but he just showed us in here that, listen, If more can get saved, then more can be discipled, and then the kingdom can grow. That is the that that's the key here, y'all. So if you want to know, I'm a numbers guy. I want to make that clear going into 2024. I want everyone to be saved. I don't want the enemy to destroy not one more family. I don't I don't want one more child taken away. Come on. I, I wanna I wanna stand over healing. I want to increase in all areas, and I want others to increase in all areas of their life and speak this, create room for this.
start talking about it, having faith for it. Because guess what? If I don't have faith for it, it can't happen. Come on. We got to create the space. Right? I got to have faith for it. Man, I'm so excited about this series. Second point. You guessed it. First, we are reaching the one. Like the early church, now the one is reaching. Discipling's taking place. See, see this, is, this is the key. This is what this is all about. It ain't for nothing. We're not stopping at the door, y'all. Listen, I'm not, we're not letting people walk out the door anymore. Like, I'm, you're locked in here for 2024. Congratulations. No, no, but I, what I'm saying is that I, I, I'm done just stopping at, oh, hey, they're saved, they're converted. Because the early church was more concerned about discipling. So if I'm concerned about discipling, then listen, if that adds numbers, you, you know what else I think it is? I know how much my father cares about me. And if I know how much he cares about me, I know how much he cares about you. So it's important to me to do this. And it's important for us as believers, if we say we're going to follow this, that we give ourselves to it. Listen, we got to get this, guys. we got to get this into us. We're going to go to Acts 6. We're jumping ahead a little bit. Starting in verse 1. When you're there, say, I'm ready. All right, during this time, as the disciples were increasing in numbers... By leaps and bounds. Come on, help me out, somebody. By leaps and bounds. So, so wait. They first were increased in what? Those who were saved. Now disciples are increasing. No, no, no. Leaps and bounds, y'all. Listen, not... One, and we're excited about it every once in a while. Leaps and bounds. I, I mean, this has to be so incredible to be a part of. Like, this is him. This is who we serve. That he has the capabilities of increasing something to the point of not just a little bit to what you, you've maybe seen. But he says, if you'll have faith and you'll trust me, I'm going to increase it to the point that only a God can increase it to. Leaps and bounds. Man, that excites me. So, it goes on to say, hard feelings developed among the grief-speaking believers. Hellenists, I knew I was going to mess that up. Towards the Hebrew-speaking believers because their widows were being discriminated against in the daily food lines. So the twelve called a meeting of of the disciples, they said, it would be right for us to abandon our responsibilities for preaching and teaching the, the word of God to help with the care of the poor. So friends, choose seven men from among you whom everybody trusts, men full of the Holy Spirit and good sense, and we'll assign them this task. Meanwhile, we'll stick to our assigned task of prayer and speaking God's word. Do you see what's taking place here? So, so now, listen, 
now when more disciples are being added, now we can start delegating, if you will. Hey, we have numbers now. We start sending the ones. They start reaching. It, it's, it, do you see, are you guys seeing the bigger picture with me? Like, are you seeing it? They're able, they trust and they send them. Did y'all hear me, uh, well, me and Pastor Freddie T here, did y'all hear me a couple months ago? I was talking about, hey, we're praying for men. Y'all, we need some men to step up in our church. Like, come on, send them. Stand up, bro. I appreciate you because we need some godly men that we can send. Come on, guys. If, if we don't disciple and we don't grow, we can't send. And without enough people, guess what? We can't make the impact that God wants to make. He needs numbers. He needs people. He's showing it to us. Don't be mad at me. I'm just reading his word. Okay? And he's, he's the boss. Thank you, God. The congregation thought this was a great idea. They went ahead and chose Stephen, a man full of faith in the Holy Spirit. Philip. And a God love him. God love Philip up there in the sound booth. I started, I, I was listening to these names, y'all, because I struggled with pronouncing these. Uh, uh, we're not even on it. So next slide, bro. Uh, he actually helped me out. Prochronus, I'm sitting there. He's like, hey, you're one I want to say this. I said, you shut up right now. I do not want to hear your pair of potatoes, whatever you're going to try to get me to say, because I'm going to say it up there. So... I'm just going to, I told him, I said, you know what? I'm just going to pick people out in the crowd that I'm looking at, and I'm going to place their name in here. (laughs) So the Holy Spirit, Philip, Fred, Curtis, Bob. (laughs) I'm just kidding. And, uh, and And a convert from Antioch. Oh, no. Sorry, just deleted something. Then they presented them to the apostles, praying. The apostle laid on hands and commissioned them out there, out for their task. The word of God prospered. Guys, say that with me. The word of God prospered. Are we seeing, are we seeing patterns of him, of what he does, of obedience? When he adds, he tells us what to do as we're doing it. He, he continues to give the increase. His word prospers. We're just following directions. We're making it happen, right? And he's doing the work. He's making it grow. His word prospers. Say this with me. The numbers of disciples in Jerusalem increase dramatically. Not least, a great many priests submitted themselves to the faith. Father, thank you for your increase. Without this, guys, I don't know if we realize this, but without this happening, 
I don't, I don't know if we have what we have today. You can, listen, you can think whatever you want, but it had to start somewhere. And I'm thankful that there were some willing forefathers before us that were willing to, to step out in faith and preach the gospel, to raise, raise up his name so then more would draw and be saved and be baptized and then discipled and sent so then we could have an opportunity to have what we have today. And I don't, I don't know, maybe, maybe we, we need to be grateful. Father, help our hearts to be grateful for what we have and what you've done. Third point. So I'll, that's a growth in disciples, I put. So the third, port, the third point and final point as everyone say, the church increasing. So when the church is increasing, that means the kingdom's increasing. See, see it, we all play a part in this. Like we all play a crucial part in this, guys. And we've read these things. But I hope that we start to understand that, that we should want his kingdom to increase. We should want, listen, I, I want us to get so, so ahead of the game and start trusting and believing for increase, asking for it. I don't care what it's in. Listen, he's that good. I don't care what it's in. I'm going to say it, and I know people are going to be like, oh, my God. Increase in my finances, Father. Listen, increase in my finances, Father. Because if I have more, guess what? You have more. And listen, I don't, I don't know why it's become a thing that we get into this, oh, the prosperity gospel. Are we reading the same book? Because if not, I'll let you borrow mine. I'm telling you, this one's really good. And I hope yours is the same as mine, but he wants to increase that. He wants to increase you all together. He's a good father and he gives good gifts, right? He don't give bad ones. He's never given a bad gift. Come on, y'all. Help him out today. Acts 9, 31. And I, 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 use, I use the NIV version. It says... Then the church through Judea, Galilee, and Samaria enjoyed a time of, say peace with me. Stay right there with me. Don't you go nowhere, Phil. Isaiah 9-7 said, of the increase of his government and peace. So let's go back down. Then the church throughout Judea, Galilee, and Samaria enjoyed a time of peace and was strengthened. Remember, remember our pastor's word the other week? Living in the fear of the Lord. 
and encouraged by the Holy Spirit. And it, help me read that for me. And it increased in numbers. Wow. I think everything that we just read just showed nothing but increase. Nothing but increase. Guys, this, this is our God that we read about. Nothing but increase. And guess what? Remember how at first there was four things? Y'all forget already? Because I was going to say, we, go watch it again. I'm not going all the way back. They'll, they'll get mad at me. Y'all are ready to get out of here. There was four things, remember? Check, check this out for me. How many is there here? Two. Living in the fear of the Lord and encouraged by the Holy Spirit. It increased in numbers. Man. So, as we close out, begin to close out here in uh, just a minute. Just give me a minute. With increasing the reach. Everyone say that with me. Increasing the reach. Would y'all make a commitment with me? That we would commit to increasing our reach in 2024. That we would trust that he is the, he's the one that does it. I, I wanted to put this up here just so you just so you made it I made it super clear that that you understood. First Corinthians three five through nine it says, Who do you think Paul is anyway? Or Apollos? For that matter, servants, both of us servants, who waited on you as you gradually learned to entrust your lives to our mutual master. We each carried out our servant assignment. Say we carried it out. I planted the seed. Apollos watered the plants. But who made it grow? God made an increase. It's not the one who plants or the one who waters. Uh, who waters, who is at the center of the process but God. Who makes things grow? Planting and watering are minimal servant jobs at minimum wage. What makes them worth doing is the God we are serving. You happen to be God's field in which we are working. God made you grow. God made you increase. Listen, we plant and we water, but he increases. It's him. Listen, everybody in here has a reach. We talked about it. You can figure yours out, but you have a reach. Okay? You're... You're, you are impacting people's lives, whether you realize it or not. Your immediate family, those you're working with, whatever it is, you are impacting that. You have a reach, and it's important. And I hope that you are trusting him and you're following him in this. 
Because his reach is, is that's the most important thing, y'all. The most important thing. Lunch is ready. God made it grow. Let's not ever get it confused. And you know, you know what I love about this as I was dealing with my rant? I was just reading over this. And how much all that other stuff doesn't matter. Listen, you want to be a theologian? Great. I, I, all the power in the world to you. I love that. You should study your word. I, I, I agree a thousand percent. But more than anything, I hope that you want God. I hope you're just planning and preaching the gospel like them. And if we're doing those couple things, listen, he's going to make it grow. It's going to be all about him and his kingdom's going to advance. And you know what? I bet you if you just tried it his way, it would probably advance a lot faster than you're trying to make it. Because if you read what I did, we don't, we don't have that option in there. It says we, we plant water. He makes it grow. You know what else I love about that? It didn't say when he makes it grow. So guess what that means? We got to trust. But we got to continue to be planting and watering until that day. So, uh, Ray, I'm going to read this last thing and then I'm going to do something. This is what I want you to take. When we know where increase comes from and the purpose of it, God trusts us with it. And you can write that down. And I wish that was mine, but it's not. It just goes along with the message. That's a good friend of mine, Bill Johnson's. <laughs> but as we close out, I want to close a little different. I, I think testimonies are great. I, I want to send some encouragement, you know, with, with our body that God's doing this stuff amongst us. And I hope we start to have faith to realize that, hey, this isn't something that's happened in California. It, it can happen right here in Cumberland, Maryland. And it is happening, and it'll start to happen more often if you'll have faith for it. So I'm going to ask if uh, Crystal and Ray will come up real quick. My man's nervous as all, y'all. He's like, listen, he tried to send me a, a text beforehand. He's like, hey, just in case you want to read this. I said, you're reading this, bro, not me. But I just want to, before we close, share a quick testimony of, of God increasing something in their life. Can you hear me now? All right. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if you all felt the Holy Spirit this morning during worship. I could really feel it. Ray come up and said, I can't wait to hear your testimony. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm like, because <laughs> it was so heavy on my heart that I think some of you all need a boost 
of encouragement, faith, and hope in yourself, the Lord, and your family, and not giving up. Um, we struggle with finances. We struggle with marriage, struggle with my family. And when I come to church, it was very hard for me to accept any love from anybody or even the Lord. Like, I would not really truly open up to the Lord at all. But SOS came to City Reach, and they started talking about missions trips. And I'm like, that's for me. I'm like, but I'm not good enough for that. Well, let me tell you what. God said I was good enough and that he would help me to go through it. And during the whole time, I was like, all right, hands up. I'm going to work next day. I'm asking for the time off. And I just knew deep down inside that I was going. But my team was struggling with their faith and hope of getting the finances. So no, I said, we are going, keep pushing, and that's what I did. I worked, and I did fundraising. God provided everything for that missions trip. Not only did he provide my fundings, he provided my growth in reading the Bible and trusting in him. And then I went again, and I got prayed over about my finances because I still struggled. And... When I come back in 2019, because I'm going to cut it short, but 2019, I got prayed over that my finances would increase, and I had a desire to go out on my own to help people with cleaning, and yeah, it's cleaning the toilet, but you know what? That's where everybody can start from. Cleaning somebody's toilet can show the love of, love of Christ and help you to grow. So that's where it all started with the nursing home with me, seeing the residents not really have anybody but the faith and trust they had in the Lord. And that increased my love and my faith also. So he laid it on my heart to leave the nursing home to go out on my own in the middle of COVID. I'm like, seriously, Lord, why am I going to leave a full-time job after I begged for this job and threatened to quit to go on a missions trip? He said, no, quit. I'm like, all right, if I meant to quit this job, you laid on my husband's heart for me to quit. And about a week later, Ray's like, I think it's time for you to quit and go on your own. I'm like, no. <laughs> but I did wind up quitting, and he has provided every step of the way. He has provided for my missions trips. He has blessed me so I can bless others. And not only that, I got rebaptized, and when I got rebaptized, I said, I just want to be slayed in the Holy Spirit because I want to reach people. I want to reach that one. And I tell you what, when I come up out of that water, and I have been so filled with the Holy Spirit, when I go to speak, it, it, it's like overwhelming. My hands get to shaking when I'm praying, and I know it's the Holy Spirit because I asked for that increase. So he can do that for every one of you in here. Longs, if you seek him, knock, he will come. I even have my brother and mom in church. My brother got baptized. So that's how much he can increase things for you. And I'm encouraging you when 2024 comes, ask for his will to be done, not yours, because that's mine. I'm not fast, I'm not gonna be fasting for losing weight. I'm gonna be fasting for his will to be done to keep moving me 
so I can reach the one in here on the street over in different countries because I can do what I need to do here, but I can also go across country and do that also. So this is kind of a twofold testimony. So within the time that she is doing all this and going on her first missions trip, her obedience and anyone else's obedience will sometimes not just save your life, save your family's life. While she was over in Africa the first time, I was driving my truck to work one morning. It was in the middle of actually a gang attack, and I took a shotgun blast to the front of my work truck. A lot of people don't know this. So when it happened, not a single BB came through the truck out of, out of that shotgun. None of it hit me then. I went through, did my job, had the police do everything that day. When I pulled back into my warehouse, finished my day, one BB that was at eye level dropped through and landed on the dash. That was my epiphany moment when it came to all that, knowing what was what, and that her obedience protected her family. So it came to the time of her quitting her job, and she said she wanted the Lord to put it on me. At first, I was reluctant. You know, anyone stepping out is just, you're fearful of, of just all of it. It's like the, you got that what-if factor. And like I was telling Steph this morning, I said there's another an epiphany moment. And you know when God's speaking with you because that's exactly what it is. It's an epiphany. So I just had a calm about me whenever it came down to it. And I, that's exactly when I told her. I said, hey, it's good. Just quit. We know we don't have to worry about anything at that point. Will you still struggle at times when things happen? Absolutely. But she has taken missions trips and gone, and she has served, and she has been obedient time and time again. We have struggled. She's lost, lost business. And, but every time she's lost it, we have tried to stay obedient, and we get it back tenfold. So during all that, last year, Bob actually came up and spoke at one point. It might have actually been earlier this year. She had a message given to her. And I regret not getting up and saying anything because when you know God speaking, there's a lot of times he will do it threefold. So, sorry, guys, I'm extremely nervous. So the message that he gave me is more to the people that are already Christians, more to the people that are, we believe, but a lot of times we're stagnant. So our original pastor here, Stevie Grills, I remember him standing up here at one point and saying he, could, he had a vision, a vision of God's love running through the middle of this church. He didn't say a whole lot more about all that, but what God put on me was kind of the same thing, except he expanded to that. So I wrote this down so that way I could, <laughs> could get all this. Okay, he said, uh, so while we sit back and enjoy what God has done for us, we are afraid to take the time to ask for more. He's already offering it. He wants to give us much more. So we sit on the banks of his river, and we bask in the midst of all of his love, all while he is saying, jump, float in my river, swim in my river, take what I am offering, but fear. We say we are all scared to move afraid of the what if. What if he doesn't catch me? What if I sink? What if I fail? But God, God says, do not be afraid. I'm here. I'm your heavenly father. I'm not going to let anything bad happen to you. First Corinthians says, however it is written, what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, and what no mind, human mind has ever conceived, the things God has prepared of us for those who love him. But in order to experience everything that he has for us, we need to be obedient. We need to submit. We must jump. Thank you, guys.
Listen, guys, as we, uh, as we close and we're giving them praise, uh, can we thank God? Like, come on, can we thank God for, for what he does? Man. Guys, that's so awesome. We serve a God of increase. I want to close a little different today. If you'll stand with me. Listen, God wants to increase your life. I know he does. Because that's who he is. We just, it's his nature to do that. So I, I want, if you would, just... Will y'all hold your hands out for me? I know it's uncomfortable for some of y'all, but just hold it out. Because I, I, I believe he wants to release, increase into your life. And in what area, I don't know, but you do. I, I feel it on me this morning. He said, faithfulness, I want to increase. Commitment, I want to increase. I'm ready to release this. Are you ready to receive, church? So right now, if you need a healing, he's releasing that right now. Just grab a hold of it. Receive it. Say, thank you, Father, for what you're doing. Commitment right now. He's releasing it. For you to have the strength, for you to have the courage, for you to have the ability to really commit and walk in this thing. It's not going to end. Listen, I encourage you. I encourage you for whatever commitment you make that you faithfully walk them out because I don't care if it's just in your diet. He's going to honor that. So thank you. If you need an increase in finances, he's the God that can do it. You just heard. He did it for them. Why wouldn't he do it for you? So Father, thank you that you're increasing right now. You're giving us strength, Father. You're so good to us, God. I feel the increase, y'all. I feel him increasing. Increasing faith right now. Increasing love right now. And if there's anybody in here that's never received him, says, I'm not sure if I've, I've ever really grabbed a hold of you. Just hold your hands out and you'll say, Father, I receive what you've done. Thank you for dying for my sins. Our word tells us that if we confess it with our mouth and we believe in our hearts that we now are saved. And if you just said that, listen, 2024 is going to be so awesome for you. Heaven already started celebrating. So thank you, God, for what you're doing. Thank you for what you're taking us into, God. We're ready for increase. We're asking for more. We're praying for increase in our lives, Father. In relationship with you, in understanding, Father, in love, so we can reach the one. Father, it's, it's all about the one. We want to reach the nations. Thank you, Father, for who you are and what you're doing and everything that you've done today. We love you and we honor you. We ask all this in your precious son's name. Amen.